What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to another edition of the Jays for Days podcast. I'm Josh. He's Josh. We got Jays Jumpers, Jaron Jackson Jr., John Brantz, Joe Johnsons, Ja Rafts, of course. We've got Jays. We got him for days. Josh, how you doing? Your hat, I just noticed, matches your sweatshirt flawlessly. I'm very impressed. Today, today we are very matchy matchy. <laughs> that is correct. I, I will say I didn't put the sweatshirt on with that in mind, but I did pick the hat with that in mind. Mm. Like normally, it's just like just pick a hat. Mm-hmm. Today it was. I might as well use this hat because it's the same color as my sweatshirt. At least the outline of the L. Yes, and 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 any of those you know familiar with Loyola Chicago know that the maroon is is certainly a big part of their right. their school colors. So thank you. I I wouldn't um I wouldn't say it was thought out, but it wasn't not planned. It was somewhere in between the two. There you go. There you go. It's about all Trivia the fashion. Time. It's about all the fashion conversation you're going to get on this podcast. That's about right. That's <laughs> about right. And it's you know it's low level when we're just applauding each other for <laughs> matching. <laughs> Trivia time. Last week it was stats, which really meant individual players um, and more individual stats. This week, week two of three in the summer trivia series is teams. Uh, The idea of being team trivia that didn't come from the NCAA tournament because week three of this lovely event is NCAA tournament. So we'll do things like Final Fours and, you know, most outstanding players and national champions and seeds and yada, yada, yada. So... With that being said, week two of three is teams. I don't know about you, Josh. I had um, I have some AP poll stuff in here. I have mm-hmm. some conference tournament stuff. I mean, sorry, yeah, conference tournament, uh, conference regular season. I've got I've got uh, a little bit of everything. And there's one question that it could be argued probably should have been last week, but um, but alas, what are you gonna do? Yeah, I have a couple that are, I sort of made this awards and teams. Okay. So I have a couple that are not statistics related, but they are player related. So Yeah, I don't have any, I don't have a single statistic based question. I do have a couple player adjacent based questions. Like I have questions where a player is the answer to the, to the question. Yeah. Yeah, I have nothing that's I have more fun facts than statistics as part of this. Yeah, it's not sure. who is the the goal is to last week was kind of who was the leader in category X or whatever. This is more about team success awards, kind of anything else that's not NCAA tournament related. <laughs> Correct. Correct. If you weren't here last week, this is a very simple concept. Um, first of all, we should remind everybody that Josh beat the brakes off of me last week, 25 to 15, eight questions each that we will ask the other person. And the scoring goes as follows eight questions about trivia from 2013, 14 season onwards. So only the last 10 college basketball seasons. 
Scoring uh, works as follows. You get a trivia question. If you can answer that trivia question without any hints, you get five points. If you need a hint to answer that trivia question, you get three points. And if you still cannot get the question correct after your three, your three-point hint, you get a multiple-choice question, and if you get that correct, you get one point. Five, three, one is the scale. Unless something drastic happens, I mean, Josh might have locked up the total points over the three already, <laughs> but there is a chance to win. There is a chance to win the series here. Big day. Big day for the kid uh, trying to even up the series at one-to-one. <laughs> one. So did I miss anything? Anything else do you want to uh, clarify or say before we jump into it? Let's go. Would you like to ask first again, or would you like me to go first? We can go back and forth, so you can ask first this time. Okay. Sounds fantastic. All right. Question number one. Only twice in this allotted time period that we have chosen was Kansas not at least a co-champion of the regular (laughs) season in the Big 12. Twice in this era... The regular season title was shared by two teams. Okay. So in 21 mm-hmm. 22, it was shared by Baylor and Kansas. Mm-hmm. So that was a year that Kansas got, got a share of the Big 12 title. Which two teams shared the title the other season that there was co champions? Texas Tech and Kansas State. That is correct. Well done. Well done. Well done. That was also the year that Texas Tech went to the Final Four mm-hmm. and lost to Virginia in the national championship game. So well done. Well done. Man, this podcast, we're going to be done in 15 minutes if it's that quick <laughs> every time. But off to a strong start, Mr. Dorn. That's one of those I just knew because there aren't many years where Kansas doesn't win it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and when you look at the Big 12 like regular season champions enough, it kind of just gets etched into your brain. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> All right. Are you ready for question number one? Indeed. Which high major conference has the highest proportion of teams that won a conference championship during this time period? And I'm going to give some clarification here. So conference championship, meaning regular season or tournament. Mm -hmm. And I based this on last season's conference geography because obviously it changes all the time so mm-hmm. uconn is it the big east for the purposes of this conversation has 11 members okay so basically what percentage of their conf- of the conference has won a regular season or conference title which which conference has the highest percentage of teams that have won a regular season or conference title correct it's not gonna it's it's not gonna be the Big East because Villanova won like has has won like six of them. So I feel like that keeps the the Big East out of the conversation. Kansas would also uh, keep the Big Twelve out of that conversation. I have to imagine. Hmm. I have an adjacent question here mm-hmm. about in my list that you would think would help me out with this. (laughs) Cause the big 10 has lots of fluctuation, but it's kind of between the same, like 
set of teams. Hmm. I'm going to go... Man. And I don't think it's the SEC. Maybe it is. I don't know. I'm running out of conferences. <laughs> I'm going to go with the... You know, I think I'm going to go with the Big Ten. I think I'm going to circle back on the Big Ten. That is incorrect. Very logical guess. Okay. My hint is that you're almost thinking about this too correctly. The answer to this question is a conference that you would not associate with, or sorry, that you would associate, yes, but that you would not associate with parity. There has been a dominant team. However, when that team has not won, it's basically been a different team most of the other times. So unlike the Big Ten, where they're right, there are a bunch of teams with three, four, five titles. This is not, there are a lot of teams with one and two in this conference, but there are a lot of teams that have won something outside of the one dominant team. See, and the proportion kind of makes me, mm. I think that I'm going to go the Big East. That is correct. Yeah. 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 I was surprised by that too. But if you think about it, right? Okay. So Marquette won both last year. Seton Hall's got a conference tournament. Providence mm-hmm. has got some. Xavier won a regular season. Georgetown won a conference tournament. Obviously, you've got Villanova. Mm-hmm. And oh, who's the seventh? There's one more. Providence. Oh, and Creighton Utah, has a regular. Creighton has Creighton. regular season titles. Gotcha. Yeah. That surprised me too. The answer probably always should – that, that should have been the first. I should have probably narrowed it down to those two conferences, the Big Ten and the the Big East. Sorry, not the Big Ten, the Big 12 and the Big East because those are the conferences with the fewest number of teams. So seven in the Big Ten only gets you 50% of the way there. Right. Seven if you in think the Big of- East gets you, get you, you know, 66% of the way there. Yeah. And the All Big right. 12, I mean, I think it's only yeah, – okay, so it's more like I think it's six out of tw- – I think it's maybe half the Big 12 if I remember correctly, something mm-hmm. like that. Gotcha. Yeah. I mean, but half the Big 12 would be only be 10 teams. Right. It's because it's not actually 12. Right. All right. Number two, Houston has won at least a share of the AAC regular season title four times in the last five seasons. Who is the only other team to win an outright ACC regular season AAC regular season title since 2018-19? And what year did they accomplish that? Oh, geez. I'm going to guess SMU. Okay. Uh, Do you want to throw a year in there? (laughs) This is since 1819. Since 1819, that is correct. I'll say 1819. <laughs> okay. Um, that is incorrect. That is incorrect. Your team and year was incorrect. <laughs> um, your hint 
your hint is that in this same year, a longtime head coach of the program was released because of reports about how he treated his players. That was going to be my next guess. So Wichita State. That is correct. Twenty twenty one? I feel like that's too early. Or too it's earlier than that. Um, I'm gonna give it to you. It's twenty 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 one. So okay. the year after COVID. But yeah, I'll, um, okay. but I'll give you that. Yep. That season was the was the first year that someone not named Greg Marshall was the head coach at Wichita State since, you know, the early two thousand tens. There you go. And just for fun, so the Wichita State coach that year was Isaac Brown, right? right. If you remember, they went 11 and 2 in the AAC. Um, Tyson Etienne was also the, was their leading scorer and yep. was the AAC player of the, I lied. He wasn't. He was the co ACC player of the year that year with Quentin Grimes. Mm. But nicely done. Three points. Keeping, <laughs> keeping points on the board. Next for you. All right. We're going to stay in the Big East here. Okay. <laughs> well, kind of. Villanova is one of two high major teams to have at least five regular season and conference tournament titles in this time period. I believe it exact is it. I think it's exactly five of each, though I could be wrong. Who is the other team with at least five regular season and conference tournament titles in the last ten seasons? Meaning, so they've won five. Not combined, they've won five of each. Yes, and I'm counting if they share a regular season title, that counts. Okay. And I'm assuming, I'm assuming you, because I don't think Kansas has actually won five conference tournament championships. I think it might be four. It might even be less than that. I'm going to go Kentucky. Good guess. I believe they also came up short on the conference tournament titles. Okay. Okay. My hint is one, you're thinking along the right lines with all of this. And two, there is a team in this conference and really two, but one in particular that has had a lot more NCAA tournament success than this team. So when you think about the, this conference and relevance to the rest of the country this is not necessarily the the program you will think about there's been some turmoil coaching change but when you look at the actual who wins this conference they are the most dominant team turmoil coaching change disappointing in the ncaa tournament okay disappointing in the ncaa tournament Okay, it's not Purdue because they haven't had a coaching change. I don't think I don't think Michigan has done the regular season part of it enough. 
It's not Kansas because they had a coaching change. They haven't had a coaching change. <sighs> Turmoil. Was the coaching change because of like lack of performance? Is that why the coaching no. change was made? No. Okay. Which makes me think it was because someone retired. I'll tell you it's not that either. It's not that either. No. Which means the guy left for a better job? No, was removed. Was removed? Yes. (sighs) Because of the turmoil. Okay. Something happened that led this coach to separating from the program. And this coach is now coaching in a high major program in a different conference. To emphasize, see, it was not performance part. See, see, all of that screams Chris Beard, but Texas Mm. doesn't win the Big 12 like that. Or Texas Tech didn't win the Big 12 like that. So it's not that. It's not, it's not Mm. Texas. And I thought maybe we were on a UNC track, but it's not because the guy retired. Nope. Tony Bennett has been there forever. Did you say this is high major? Mm-hmm. Okay. <sighs> okay. I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna get this right. I'm gonna get this right. <laughs> This team usually a top. Ooh, 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 ooh. it's Arizona. That is correct. Yeah, it's Arizona. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, right? Because, right. you know, every yeah. other year they win the regular season, they win the conference tournament every other year, and then it it's just kind point. of. Okay. NCAA tournament. Some, you know, it's been a little bit better since Tommy Lloyd got there, but there was an awful lot of early exits under Sean Miller. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Nice That's a good one. Buffalo with the DeAndre Ayton. Yep. Yep. Okay. All right, I knew you just had, and they did it this year as well. They they mm-hmm. did they they won another conference tournament despite UCLA winning the the regular season. Yep. Alrighty, sweet. There we go. There we go. All right, number three. Uh, in twenty 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 one, three different players were named Big East Coast Players of the Year. Name them. Twenty twenty one. Okay. So this is coming out of yeah. This, this is, is the coming co- out of this COVID. This is what everyone remembers as the COVID year. Yes. Okay. Archer Diakno. Sorry, not Archer Diakno. Gillespie. Okay. <laughs> Save myself there. <sighs> oh. Sandro Mamoukoulosvili. Okay. <laughs> and I don't feel good about this last one. <sighs> hmm. Hmm. 
Wow. I'm going to say Marcus Zagorowski. Okay, that is that is not completely correct. You yeah. got you got two of the three. You got two of the three. Um, Mamu and Colin Gillespie were two of the three that shared. The third um the third I didn't remember that he was part of this. See, how do I um your hint is that your hint is that it's another it's another big in a conference that very rarely is won by by a big. Oh. When it comes to player of the year. Yeah. But your hint okay. is that it's another big. <laughs> He's actually the only other big in this, depending on how you feel about Doug McDermott in 2013-14, but he didn't exactly play like a big. Mm-hmm. But this guy is this guy is a big, a college big. Like it, not a guy that would have been like, that would have headed to the NBA with people super excited. But I do think he was, was he a, he was a second round pick. Nate Watson? That's a good guess, but no, that is incorrect. Um, I have to I have to adjust my multiple choice here. Okay. So give me just a moment. Because <laughs> my multiple choice was pick three of the four here. Um, so I need oh. to and if I gave you <laughs> and let's just say the four are the three correct answers and Marcus Zagorowski, who you've already guessed. Mm. So um let's see. Let me just um Okay, here we go. Okay. Your options are Zach Fremantle, Kudus Wahab, Ike Obiagu, and Jeremiah Robinson Earl. I'm going to say Obiagu. That is also incorrect. Yeah, I don't feel... The answer is Jeremiah Robinson Earl. Jeremiah Robinson Earl, along with Colin Gillespie and Mamu, shared the 2020-21 Big East Player of the Year. Yeah, wouldn't have gotten that. That year, he averaged 15.7 points and 8.5 rebounds, along with two and a half assists. So Hmm. not the most... Stunning of statistical years, but when you go back through the leaders of the Big East that year, I mean, the the best scorer in the game was Champany, Julian Champany, but he was on a bad St. John's team, so he wasn't going to win Player of the Year. Um, Jeremiah Robinson Earl was top seven in points and rebounds per game, and was also it was just outside the top 20 in assists per game. 
So he was kind of a guy who did in a short year. He was kind of one of those guys that he probably doesn't win player of the year in any year other than the COVID shortened year. Yeah. But, but there you go. Hmm. There you go. Number three for you, please, sir. The 2019-20 season was the first time since 2013-14 there were two non-Gonzaga mid-major All-Americans. Who were they? Um, one is Obi Toppin. Okay. The other first-team All-Americans no, or just or AP just All-Americans? All-American. Just AP All-Americans, 2019-20. Oh. Is the other Jalen Crutcher? Were they both from Dayton? That is incorrect. Damn it. Okay. Is Obi Toppin one of them? Yes. Okay. So, your hint. The other one was not anywhere near as big of a name in college. I would argue he's having a better NBA career, although I looked at his numbers and they were not as good as I thought they were. <laughs> although he okay. might have a much bigger role this team because of free agency, on his team because of free agency this upcoming season. But yeah, a very good team, but a team that nobody really paid any attention to until this season in terms of... That being an NBA or a college team? No, college team. His college okay. team. They okay. just quietly had a very good season this year. And, you know, they didn't get to obviously play in the tournament. I think he was a second teamer. Okay. And he did get drafted. Not super early. But I think he was one of the guys we both felt like he's just going to find a way to to stick it out as a backup point guard in the NBA kind of thing. And that's essentially what he's done. Uh, Malachi Flynn. There you go. Very nice. Sweet. Okay. All right. I like that one. That's a good one. Three points for the Jam Hall again. Oh man, it's like we can't have these swing and misses that I had last week. Can't be having, can't be, can't be having the board dominated by ones and zeros. Okay, all right. Number four. Last season, three teams that finished in the top ten of the final AP poll did not begin the year inside the top twenty-five. Name them. (laughs) Oh boy. This is a mean one. The okay. list is like it's it's kind of stunning. <laughs> when you think about obviously the best teams of last season. Florida Atlantic. I'm going to I'm going to ask you the question again just to make sure we're we're on the same page. Okay. In the three teams that finished in the top 10 of the final AP poll. Top 10. Did not begin the year inside the AP Top 25. Florida Atlantic wasn't top 10? Not even close. Really? Okay. I mean, unless I read it wrong. So I'm going to say... I just assumed that... 
they would have somehow found a way to get into the top 10 because everybody loves to change it based on NCAA tournament runs. Okay, one moment. I might have I might have goofed. I might I might have goofed. Okay, the final AP poll of the regular season. I apologize. Oh, okay. Okay. Final AP poll of the regular season. Okay. Yukon. Okay. Marquette. Okay. And I'm going to say Alabama. That is incorrect. That is partially incorrect. You got two of the three. Yep. UConn and Marquette is correct. I didn't realize that UConn was 25th in the second AP poll of the season. So, like, they weren't in the pre, but the very first one that came out, they were in. I had forgotten that. So, good job by you. Um, Your hint... Your hint Oh Your hint is that this team will not be remembered for how good they were. They're gonna be remembered for something else. They're on a very oh. small list of teams oh. that you do not want to be on. I had two other two other thoughts that came to mind first, but now duh, Purdue. That is correct. Purdue is the Purdue is the other team. But yeah, three of the top ten in the final eight people of the regular season were not in the top twenty-five to start the season. And I was also thinking Kansas State and San Diego State, who probably Kansas weren't top State, ten, but were up there. Kansas State was not in it to begin the year, but they didn't finish inside the top ten. Yeah. They Where were fifteenth. Fifteenth. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um but yeah, Kansas State was one of my multiple choice options. Well done. San Diego State was 18th, and Florida Atlantic was 25th inside, okay. just inside the final AP poll of the season. I believe, possibly for the, for, not for the first time, they kind of danced late in the season and then were out for a couple weeks and then came back in at the very end. Well done. Three points for, three points for Josh. Okay. Next. All right, we're gonna. This is, yeah, this is my okay. This is the last Big East question. I had a lot of Big East questions. Okay. (laughs) The Big East is the only high major conference with multiple repeat player of the years. Does that make sense? Multiple, so they won player of the year multiple times. Yes. And there were more than one of them. Yes. Okay. So other high major, only high, yeah. So other high majors had somebody potentially that won back to back, but the Big East had two. Okay. Can you name them? And again, I'm counting all of the shared. If they won it, okay. it counts. So one of them is Colin Gillespie. Okay. The other. Hmm. 
The other is... It's got to be Brunson. Did Brunson win it back-to-back years? Hmm. Colin Gillespie is definitely right. That's definitely one of them. At least I think. Because <laughs> he was there for too long and was good for too long. Hmm. Um. I think Josh Hart won it once, but I don't think he won it twice. Colin Gillespie and Marcus Howard. Good guess. Those are, my, those are my guesses. You have one correct, one incorrect. Okay. My hint is, I guess I'll also say it's guards at two different schools. Okay. And one of them was near the beginning of our time period. And one of them was near the end in the past couple seasons. So think about kind of the first three, four years and the last three, four years. Okay. Um, then I'm going to go, I'm going to go Chris Dunn and Colin Gillespie. Very good. Okay. All right, cool. I didn't know. I couldn't remember. I don't remember Chris Dunn winning it twice. I remember him winning it once. Was he a co one year? I think he might have shared it. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. I'll take it. I'll take it. We're plotting away. Three points apiece. Three points apiece. We'll take it. Because I wasn't sure. I thought there might have been a year that Marcus Howard shared it with Miles Powell and then won it outright. But clearly that wasn't correct, which is fine. I'm curious, though. I'm going to go look. There we go. Okay, so Howard never won. It was, they just both won it individually once. Howard <laughs> they should have Powell. just shared it twice. And that's why Villanova, that's what, so Jalen Brunson only won it once. That's crazy. Oh, he shared it with Ryan Archdiakono. Ah, uh, yes. Chris Dundon. Yes. Okay. And then Gillespie won it outright two years ago, and then <clears throat> was part of that. Okay. All right. Cool. Number five. Number five. Um, in 2023, Three teams won both their regular season and conference tournament titles. Who are they? Three high major teams. Correct. Alabama. Purdue. And Marquette. Well done. Well done, well done, well done. All right, onwards. (laughs) This might be one of my, this might be my favorite. Mm. One of my favorites. Okay. Who is the only Big 12 player since Buddy Heald to win Conference Player of the Year without winning the conference? Since Buddy Heald to win Conference Player of the Year without winning the conference. Okay, so we have Frank Mason in there. We have Jarrett Culver in there. Since Buddy Heald 
to win player of the year without winning the conference? And this year it was Jalen Wilson, so it wasn't this year. Hmm. Did they name, did they give conference awards the COVID year? Did we get to that point? I think they did. I think so. I think they did. But Kansas was so good that year with Dotson. I think it was probably Dotson. Maybe not, though. Could it have been a Kansas player of the year that Baylor did it? Probably not. Because Kansas was bad that year. Hmm. Trey Young. Good guess. That is incorrect. Trey Young wasn't the Big 12 player of the year. I guess they were kind of horrible in, in Big 12 play that year. Okay. And my hint is think about the very best players who have played in this conference in the past 10 years. And this player's team was good enough because of this player primarily, but also the supporting cast for this to make sense and for him to be capable of winning a conference player of the year because they weren't, they were on a whole different level to that Oklahoma team. This, I believe they got a four seed in the NCAA tournament. They were not, you know, the third or fourth best team in the conference, but clearly a very good basketball team that it makes sense that this player would have gotten player of the year for leading them to the season they had. The very best players. From a talent perspective, specifically. Not, the, not necessarily the most accomplished at the college level, but just the purely best players in the conference. <laughs> uh, okay. Let's think about it for a second. Hmm. See, so Texas, Kansas, Baylor, Kansas State. Texas, Kansas, Baylor. This is after Buddy Heald, right? <laughs> Texas, Kansas, Baylor, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, Kate Cunningham. Correct. Sure. Sure. All right. Another three. We're, 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 we're tallying them up. We're going to get a five. We're going to do it. Okay, number six. Number six, number six, number six. Since 2013-14, Gonzaga has won a share of every regular season WCC title and has won all but one conference tournament. In that same time, four different players have won at least a share of the conference player of the year, not from Gonzaga. Okay. Oh, okay. I just give me one of those players. <laughs> Jack Londale. I'm impressed. Yeah. Well done. Thank well done. Jack Londale is one of the correct answers. Oh, Oh, is, 
Is my guy Jalen Williams one of them too? No. Oh, okay. Did you know that Drew Timmy didn't win the WCC Player of the Year outright this year? I don't know that I did. Brandon Podzimski. Oh, Podzimski co- got a share. Was a was a co was a co player of the year. The others are Kyle Collinsworth and mm. Tyler Haas, both from mm. BYU. Okay. Your hint was going to be that we named one of these guys in passing on last week's pod. We were yep. talking about triple doubles. Yep. Well done. Well done. I thought that one would be more difficult, but here we go. All right. Continuing on. Which team? had the most first-team AP All-Americans in this time period. Okay, so you have to define that more. Most weeks, most just times? Most most AP first-team All-Americans. Oh, most AP first-team All-Americans, sorry. (sighs) AP first-team All-Americans in this time. Jeez. Most AP first team All Americans. Does Luca Garza count as one or two? Not that it really matters, but two. I'm just curious. He counts as two. Okay. Yes. People people attending the school that the amount of times this school had a first team. All American. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to go. See, I think Creighton would have been a sneaky one if more of, of Doug McDermott's career was in this time period. But I don't think they ever repeated. I don't think Zagorowski was ever a first team All American. <sighs> See, I was two, but that's 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 all you're getting. Purdue is sneaky. Has Purdue gotten more than two? Because they have two. I'm not sure they've had more than that, though. At least not in this time period. Maybe it's Kansas. Devontae Graham, Frank Mason, Doak. I'm going to go Kansas. That is correct. Let's go. Is it I four? Would, is it it's four? five? So it's so it's Doak, Doak, Devonte, Frank Mason. Was Devon Dotson also a first team All American? I would have to look. Stand by. And also, I'm sure there's remember that forgetting. Iowa has it's oh, three Keegan Murray. Yeah. It's Keegan Murray. Mm-hmm. So they're up there. 
So can oh Ochai, I forgot about Ochai. Uh, That's helpful. Yeah, so, so can Jalen Ochai. Yep. And then Devontae Graham, Frank Mason. Okay. And who was the last one? I missed one. Uh yeah. Mason Graham. Mason Graham of Baji Wilson. Yeah, I thought it was five. Maybe it was four. Now I'm doubting myself. Because <laughs> Duke has only had three. Maybe Duke it was, was four and I just put five. Hmm. Oh. Kansas isn't the correct answer. Yep. I put the wrong thing in there. It's Duke. It's Duke. Kansas had four. Duke had five. Duke had five. RJ well, Barrett's Iowa Williamson, Marvin Bagley. That was the other. It, believe it or not, that was going to be my other guess. Aye, aye, aye. You deserve the points anyway because that was my mistake. I wrote it down correctly and then put the wrong answer. When I was counting, I counted correctly and then put the wrong answer mm-hmm. on my document. I apologize. Because I was thinking R.J. Barrett, Zion Williamson, and Jaleel Okafor. That gets me to three. I had forgotten about Jabari. <laughs> and who was the other one? Oh, Marvin Bagley. That was the other one I had thought of. So I, I knew that was four right there. Okay. All right. Wow. I st- wow. Wow. Okay. Um, uh, My the apologies. A- that was bad. The, <laughs> the AP National Player of the Year has come from a Power Six Conference team every year in our time span except one. Who is that player? Obi Toppin. That is correct. That was unfortunately one of those times where we basically offered up that answer earlier <laughs> in the podcast. All righty, number seven. All right. I want to save that one for last because that might be my favorite. Which Big Ten team has the most total conference titles, regular season and tournament during this time period? Mm-hmm. See, this is also tough. I'm about to hand you another five point layup on <laughs> with the eighth with the eighth question. Um, is it Michigan? That is incorrect. Okay. Think about a... Dominant span within this time period, specifically being able to 
get a regular, at least a share of the regular season title and win the conference tournament. Most of these came within a small window. It's not like this team has been kind of dominant from start to finish. There was a stretch where they won a bunch of regular season, at least shared them, and then won two conference tournaments in three years to go along with that or something. You just described what, like, every team in the Big Ten. <laughs> the rest of them, I feel like, have been more spread out, though. Yeah, but, like, it could have been Michigan State. It could have, like, Michigan won back-to-back Big Ten tournaments. They weren't winning the regular season for those, though. No, but I also just am not totally sure that you can describe anything as dominant in the Big Ten in the last 10 years. Um, It is a strange... um, Michigan State. Correct. I'm I'm trying to pull up the stretch I was talking about. Because you don't, yeah, you don't necessarily think about it as, what was it? It was, yeah, okay. So from 2017-18 to 19-20, Michigan State won at least a share of the Big Ten title three three seasons in a row and won a a tournament championship. And one of those seasons, the tournament wasn't played. So four of them came in that three-year stretch. Gotcha. Which, yeah, it's not necessarily, it's not, I would agree with you. It's not dominant in the sense of comparing it to the rest of the country or what Kansas does dominant, but mm-hmm. nicely done. Okay. And now I'm going to offer you a question that the answer <laughs> you just stared at the conference tournament page for five minutes. So here we go. Last year, Purdue won the regular season and conference tournament in the Big Ten. Only one other team has won the Big Ten outright since 2013-14, and then won the conference tournament. Which team is it? See, I was not looking for this. This is not the layup you think it is. I might get it, but I am not very confident here. Uh, Can you say that end part again? Only one other team since... Only Purdue won the regular season outright Mm -hmm. and the conference tournament in the Big Ten this year. Since mm-hmm. 2013-14, only one other team has won the Big Ten outright and then won the conference tournament. <sighs> hmm. Yeah, this is way harder than you think it was. I was not. I was specifically looking just at the information that I wanted there. Mm. Uh, I'm gonna say Michigan. That is incorrect. The year that Michigan Michigan has won the outright twice. And both years, somebody else won. Michigan State won in 2013-14. That was the year that Ekstauskas and that team was at Michigan. Mm-hmm. And then 2020, the, the, the COVID year, they were the outright champs, but yep. Illinois won the tournament. Right. 
Um, your hint is the year that this team did this, they went to the final four with like, and it was an all time level of final four in terms of quality of teams that were there. This is going to be my other guess. Wisconsin. That is correct. Wisconsin in 2014-15. That was the the Frank the Tank. Yep. Um, Played Kentucky. They went, they went 36 and four, beat Kentucky. Yeah. Frank the Tank, Sam Decker, Nigel Hayes, Bronson Koenig, Josh Gasser. But in that, that's like, that's like kind of the Big Ten in a nutshell. The yeah. only two teams have done, and and the outright part was important because Michigan State shared with Purdue in 2018-19 and then went on to win the tournament, mm-hmm. but didn't win it outright. Yep. Okay, three points there. Alrighty. Last but not least, we're going to go back to the chaos that was the 2020-21 and uh, conference tournaments. Okay. <laughs> Who was the one high major regular season champion that won its conference tournament in 2020-2021? So it wasn't Baylor because Baylor lost to Oklahoma State. And I'm not sure not. I think they won that. But I'm, yeah, because Kansas was bad. But it wasn't. But they, I remember them losing in the tournament. Man. All right. So it wasn't UCLA, right? Because UCLA was bad and then went all the way to the Final Four. We can't be talking about Gonzaga because you said major, you said power conferences. High right? major. Mm-hmm. High major, yep. Okay. Um, we just talked about Michigan not winning the Big Ten because it was Illinois. That might have been the year that Georgetown inexplicably won the Big East. I don't know if that was the year after, but it might have been that year. All right, so we'll just say it wasn't the Big Ten, the Big East. So Big East, Big Ten, Big East, Big Ten, Pac-12. But did UCLA need to win it to get in? No, no way the Pac-12 tournament champion was a play-in team. At least I don't think. And they weren't that good. Oh, but I don't know. Dude, I got no idea. (laughs) I got no idea. All right, this is this is one they're regular, so it wasn't UCLA. Wasn't UCLA, wasn't the Pac-12, wasn't the Big 12, wasn't the Big 10. I don't think it was the Big East. Because I think that was the year that Gillespie tweaked his ankle. Or like tore his his ACL or something. That's four. So we're down to the ACC and the SEC. I'll go. I'll go SEC. Alabama. Excellent. Is that correct? That is correct. Let's go. Fantastic. 
And also remember that the Pac-12 team did need to win its conference tournament to get into the NCAA tournament, but that was Oregon State. Oh, you're right with um with with the the father son duo, right? Yes. What was it, Tuttle? That's Trust his name. Tinkle. Tinkle, thank you. Not sorry, we're tinkling. Not yes, not that tuddling. was the season. Georgetown and Oregon State both won their conference tournaments to get it. it was, so that was the Georgetown year. Yes, that was the Georgetown year. Okay. I think that was the year that Gillespie got hurt. I believe you are correct. And the, yeah, and that was the year that that Baylor team lost to Oklahoma State. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. and that was oh, also that. the year that Georgia Tech won the ACC, I believe. Oh, with um, <laughs> with um, uh, Jose Alvarado, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Let's see. Is that right? Where is the ACC? Why is the ACC not right there? What? I don't understand why this is not. Just give me the conference. Thank you. That might have been the year after. Duke won the tournament in 20. Oh, sorry. That was 20. Sorry. I'm looking at the wrong one. JK, lol. You said 2020, 21. Yes. So Georgia Tech won the tournament. Yes. Virginia won the regular season. Correct. Big East, Villanova, then Georgetown. The Big 12 was – so it wasn't it wasn't Oklahoma State, but it wasn't Baylor either because Oklahoma State beat Baylor in that tournament, right? Yes, but didn't win the tournament. Yeah. Okay. I believe that was in Iowa State. It was Texas. Texas. Oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Michigan and then Illinois – yeah, Alabama, Alabama. All right. I have to the this one is close. I have to add up the tallies. <laughs> one moment. One moment. Wow. Wow, I'm so upset. <laughs> By one point. <laughs> By one point, you beat me. 29 to 28. See, this is what happens. It's like the three. It's the ultimate equalizer. Four <laughs> of the eight questions, you got all five points. You had yeah, a zero in there. Yeah, it was kind of all or nothing. <laughs> And I, I had at least three in all eight questions today, and yep. five in two of the last three. But your, but your, your five pointers carried <laughs> you to a victory. Wow, I'm so upset. I'm so upset. Much better performance, though. Much better performance, though. I'll take it. All right, I'll take it. Fine, 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 fine. I won't take it. I'm irate, but uh, <laughs> not actually. Not actually. Um, there you go. Trivia time, part two teams that was a much uh that was a much better performance in general um last week we combined for 40 total points granted you've been solid 25 and 29 (laughs) points but last week we combined for 40 total points today we we combined for three short of 60 57 yeah i feel like taking the stats out of it helps yeah that is uh that that is helpful that is helpful all right there you go next week is ncaa tournament based trivia 
which is interesting because there's only 10 of those tournaments. It's not like there mm-hmm. are 10 of those years and six of those conferences. So really you have 60 different competitions, so to speak. To and choose actually, from. And really you nine. have 120. Nine? Because of COVID. Mm. Good call. Good call. Good call. Um, but I'm sure we'll be able to come up with eight questions each, and we will ask them to each other roughly seven days from now. <laughs> you got anything else, Josh? I don't, I don't believe so. Sweet. Sweet. I feel like I had something. Oh, I am. Did you see where Kemble Walker is going? This is what I was going to mention. Like overseas, right? Yeah, but specifically where? <sighs> it's not because Milan, this... Milan is, is jumping to mind, but I don't think that's right. You're close. Starts with where? the right letter. Wrong country. I don't know. Just tell me. Monaco. Monaco. Okay. okay. I'm just happy. Kemba's going to have a phenomenal life in Monaco. I'm sure he is. I'm sure he is. <laughs> the only way I can think of it being better to go play basketball in Spain is to make hundreds of millions of dollars playing in the NBA first and then go play basketball in Spain. Right. Yeah. Now he just gets to, right. He, I mean, I guess, yeah, maybe he didn't make quite as much as he wanted in the NBA, but Monaco, I mean, Monaco, you're just living the life. Exactly. And, but, you know, the point I'm making there is Kimball Walker made $200 million. Did he really? Oh, yeah. Okay. So he's fine. Rather than having to spend your entire year in Monaco. Where you're not making that much Mm -hmm. every year. But yeah, he made he made um, more than twenty six million dollars or more for three straight years. Good for him. Yeah, total earnings one hundred ninety eight point four two million. There you go. Maybe that's why he signed in the Monaco's to get over the two hundred million mark. Sure. <laughs> there you yeah, go. I just saw that. I thought good for him. Of all the places you can go, Monaco is a good choice. Yeah. <laughs> the Principality of Monaco. Yeah, it's its own thing. Did you know that? I did not know that. It's there almost kind of like its own independent country. The, I don't, the sovereign city state. Yeah, I don't know exactly how it all works, but it's it's not just a city in France. It's its own thing. Yeah. All right. <laughs> the official language is French. There you go. There's my European geography for you right there. There you go. All right. We'll be back next week. Please subscribe to the Jays for Days podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Follow us on Twitter at Jays for Days Pod. And uh, final, I mean, it's basically just a victory lap. Suppose, I suppose in theory there's there's a overall points title up for grabs, but erasing an 11-point deficit over – one trivia one over one set of eight questions seems unlikely all righty thank you so much for listening to this edition of the jays for days podcast i'm josh he's josh and we'll see you later